Okay, I'm gonna record basically my thinking, what I think about when I look at um, day one of the 2020 pack, uh, the one on uh, mass production. Okay, um, the very first thing is that my audience happens to be my classmates, so I sort of cannot sound so officious about it. All right. The other one is that the entire subject matter, uh, even though it's talking about mass production and it's talking about you know, um, how advanced technology has led to automation and in the back of our head, you we probably be thinking about all the negative impacts, right? But actually, if you look at the entire passage, that's not what it's about actually. It's not negative as such, but it's also it's trying to tell us that, you know, there is a way around this. So it's, it's a little bit more upbeat actually. Uh, and then the other thing I want to think about is when I get to the expert direct speech, how can I try to sound a bit different without sounding as though uh, you know I'm acting on a stage? Okay, so I need to think about uh, some of these things. All right, so uh, I shall begin. The introduction of factories was the beginning of mass production. Factories made life easier. Families could buy many things they hadn't previously been able to afford. Factories also created thousands of jobs. And although they were often boring and repetitive, employees had secure work and a regular income. However, more advanced technology has led to automation and many traditional factory jobs are now being done by robots. This is reducing the number of manufacturing jobs available. Nobody can predict how quickly the machines will replace people's jobs, nor how many jobs they'll replace. But it is happening. The logical response is to educate people differently so that they're prepared to work alongside machines or to do the jobs that machines can't manage. One expert had this to say. Students will still need to learn skills related to work, but they will do this throughout their working lives. Why? At school, they must learn the skills that machines can't easily master, such as creativity, critical thinking, and cooperation. These skills will be vital in all workplaces of the future but are not necessarily easy to teach. Reading 2 The introduction of factories was the beginning of mass production. Factories made life easier. Families could buy many things they hadn't previously been able to afford. Factories also created thousands of jobs, Although they were often boring and repetitive, employees had secure work and a regular income. However, more advanced technology has led to automation and many traditional factory jobs are now being done by robots. This is reducing the number of manufacturing jobs available. Nobody can predict how quickly machines will replace people's jobs, nor how many jobs they will replace, but it is happening. The logical response is to educate people differently so that they're prepared 
to work alongside machines or to do the jobs that machines can't manage. Okay, I'm going to look at day four. Um, so again, I think about my audience. This particular one, I'm giving a talk to uh, younger students, all right? The subject matter is basically about doing homework in cafes, but not just, um, not, not a very academic passage as such, because it's also talking about me uh, and how I prefer, much prefer to do my work in the cafes, all right? Um, and be because of my audience and the subject matter and the fact that this is about me, um, I definitely know that I have to be a lot lighter in my tone, a bit more rhythmic, and really I cannot afford to be boring. So there's a lot more room to be expressive here. Okay, um, the first paragraph, uh, let me look at that, okay. Mm, okay, there are, there are a lot of lot of areas where I can vary my pitch. Now, um, as I'm doing, as you listen to samples of recording, uh, just understand that no two person has exactly the same pauses or, you know, um, the tone. But what you need to do is that every one of us, we have to try to be as, as expressive as possible. All right. Because at the end of the day, the impact you want is for the younger students to enjoy what you are trying to tell them and sharing with them. Okay? So, um, let's begin. When I have homework to do, more often than not, I do it at my desk. Occasionally though, when I need a change of scene, I work in a cafe so that I don't feel isolated with my books. The problem that the problem is that it's becoming increasingly difficult to find cafes to work in. By work, I mean actual serious work that involves concentration. My ideal work-friendly cafe must have a reliable internet connection, power outlets, and a pleasant environment where I feel welcome for long periods of time and great drinks and snacks too, of course. It is not surprising that such cafes are hard to find. Cafes which used to offer a free internet connection to encourage customers to enter are now refusing to do so. The longer customers then spend there, the less money they make. Some cafes are actually banning laptops to prevent people from taking up table space. Owners complain that some laptop users stay at tables for hours without spending anything at all. One cafe owner told me this. Without laptops, people spend less time with us. They drink their coffee, enjoy a cake, have a chat and leave. But when they open their laptops, they lose track of time. This is an issue because I run a small business and need to maximize customer numbers in order to survive. That's understandable. There are still cafes I can go to, but after hearing this, I made some rules to ensure that I'm always welcome. I'm polite to the staff. I order food as well as drinks if I'm intending to stay for more than an hour. And during busy periods when tables are filling up around me, 
I pack away my things and leave.